Hello everyone and welcome to the 18th episode of Movie Club. That's true. At this rate, it might be the last one for a while. Yeah. So we'll discuss that later on in the show. Yeah. So yeah, AJ, um, I think we both live in states of emergency currently for this fine episode of Movie Club. Yep. So I have to ask, because I didn't see Michigan on the list. Are your restaurants and bars still open? As far as I know. Okay, well, I can't say that in all states now, so... The apocalypse has been spreading. Yeah, I know, like, uh... All of the K-12 schools are closed through the second week of April. Oof. Um, a lot of the universities are closed through the end of March. Well, most, and most schools are going online after that. Well, uh, sorry, not closed, but they're going online. Like, the the campus will be kind of closed. Oh, most schools, like, in Chicago are just, campus is just done. So. Uh, yeah, like, for my brother, his classes are moving online as much okay. as they can. Yeah, I'm not quite sure how they're going to do this. Like, my sister was laughing because, like, lab science classes, no one's quite sure. Yeah, my brother's got a lab, and he's in the welding program, and so I'm like, hmm. How do you weld? <laughs> I'm not going to know. I don't know how you're going to do that on online, but somebody will figure it out. Yeah, that, that, I was going to say, that's... I would love to do, like, a video call welding. They're like, don't get too close to the camera. Please don't get too close to the camera with that. I mean, cameras do a fairly good job of, like, the only reason that um, you need to wear special glasses when you're welding is because of the UV light. Oh, okay. Um, yes, it's just a bright light in general, but, like, it's one of the reasons why, you know, it's... It's safe to watch, like, you know, somebody can record somebody welding without a filter on the camera, because the dangerous part is the you. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, the UV light is what fries your eye. And it's just super bright in general, so it'll burn your rods, is that one that does light? Um, maybe it just like over, you know, just kind of over, uh, saturates them. Just start dying. Nice. But yeah. Uh, this is a movie club 18. Uh, we discussed a bunch of stuff and we did into movies we saw. Uh, again, I'm Mike. That over there is, uh, the AJ. We call him the man from Detroit. The Oopier. Like that's the same thing, right? Detroit's in the Oop. Detroit's almost the furthest you can be from. I don't know what to tell you. You have two states there. It's really confusing. You're also the person that didn't realize Tampa was on the Gulf. (laughs) And if you'd like to find that out, just go check out, like, last full West of Interview episode. You'll learn mightily about where is Tampa on a map. We'll also learn that uh, apparently Mike doesn't know geography. I do know geometry, thank you. But anyway, yeah. 
I said so, geography, and apparently <laughs> your ears are shot too. So, but yeah. Um. So on upcoming events, I have for housekeeping, uh, Momocon Memorial Day weekend. We will be there, and then I put maybe question mark because I'm not convinced it's happening. They just announced a couple more guests, so if it's not happening, I feel oh. like that wouldn't have been released. But hear me out, though. As of right now, Georgia has not banned gatherings. The question becomes when they when they do that, I think it's when it's done. Yeah. Well, and that, like, Memorial Day is still... It's two months out. It's two months, two and a half months away, so... But if, they, if they're a month out and they have uncertainty, I bet you they, at a certain point, have to pull the plug. You can't yeah. pull the plug. You don't, you don't, be the, you don't want to be, a, like, South by Southwest who pulls the plug. Like, like there's some... Okay, not that one. There's a couple of conventions that pull the plug, like, two weeks out. You don't want to be that. Well, South by was only like a week in advance. Yeah, South by was a week in advance. GDC was like two and a half. And you say this, but E3 is canceled, and that was two weeks post this. I also have a feeling that there were a lot of like internal pressure. Well, <laughs> we'll get to it. The, the reason that E3 was canceled was more of a a nobody's gonna be there. <laughs> This is current. Situation. We'll, get, we'll get that in a hot minute. Uh, but first, AJ, I gotta ask you a question. Yep. What have you been playing? Uh, so I was gone. <sighs> Excuse me. Um, all last week in the state of Wyoming, state of Idaho. And so what I played was uh, games that uh, recently DLC. Uh, from when I got back to when we're recording this, and that includes Farming Simulator 19. They released a new brand. And NBA 2K20 was on, like, a super sale. I picked that up. Mm. So tell me about... So what does that mean when a Farming Simulator has a new brand? Um, It's just a new... Company is... Orgalt. Um, so it's just like they have like John Deere and uh, International, and like so it's just a different brand. Okay. Interesting. Uh, so you have not done any more of your live service games that you've uh, I uninstalled Forza. <gasps> um. I have yet to open up Call of Duty to start that download. Um, yeah, I've been, I've been mean. I downloaded the Call of Duty, totally forgot to play it. I meant to play it before this, too, and I was like, mm. And... That'd be it? Yeah, I was trying to think what my other ones were. Uh, you usually had Call of Duty, you had Forza, you would have Division. Well, Division was new, because I picked that up for like three bucks. I haven't, right. haven't gone back to that. So I've got to ask, because I haven't heard anything about it in a while. Is there any more Hitman content, or are we done? Um, well, I currently have it uninstalled, so let me go. Because I almost feel like, like I know... Two... We must be, obviously they're working on the third one at this point, but... Well, the last thing 
that they posted was November 27th of 2019 Steam Awards and it looks like Yeah. Okay, wow. Well, they did the three locations mm-hmm. for the DLC, so that was New York. Um, Let me see the DLCs. Uh, Haven Island, New York, and Siberia. That was okay. a, um, that assassin... Mm, right. Oh, whatever they're calling it. Okay. So. On to port. Yeah, there also has a few sniping ones which I didn't like. Oh, hunt to port was a sniping one. And then there was New York and Okay. Sad. Nice, okay. Um I have I played some of Jackbox Party Pack because I had some people over. Always a good time. And I am, as I put here, mentally preparing myself for next weekend because as of recording this, we are five days from I'd say hell on earth, but it's already happening. Um, from Doom Eternal. And my body is ready. Is your body ready, AJ? Um, I don't know if I'll pick up Eternal right away or not. So your body is not ready. Why Why is your body not ready? I don't know. I've just... You know, I liked Doom 2016, but I also came to it late, so I'll probably just come to it late again. Okay. Okay. So yeah, uh, under the what have we seen category, which would you like to talk? So I'll say you've seen nothing, it says, because you're on a trip, which we'll get to in a hot minute. Would you like to go through my A option or my B option first? (laughs) So I'm really curious... Uh, because SmackDown was supposed to be in Detroit. It, but it was not. So, it would have been in Detroit while I was, uh, I guess it would have been over by the time I landed. See, uh, SmackDown Live was not in Detroit this week. It was at the WWE Performance Center outside of Orlando, or in Orlando, with no crowd. Yeah. Okay, okay. I understand the health reasons, blah, 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 Literally. Uh, so the announcers was Triple H. And I forgot, what are the other normal announcers? That it was, was Michael it. Cole. Yes, it was Michael Cole and Triple H. That was your announcing staff, right? Mm-hmm. So at first, Triple H did this whole intro spiel. I was like, okay, maybe they have this down. Maybe they do something different. The So... I don't know if I realized how much their all of their intros are also tied to having an audience to interact with. Yeah. Um, not, not only that, 
Then they give them the mics for way too long, which I don't know if you realize. They might be good at 30-second talks. They're not good at three-minute speeches, most of them. Yeah. Uh, and then since it's a two-hour show, right? If I told you 30 minutes of that show was the weekends before's pay-per-view um, of, of, the, of the match, they just did the guys' match from the last weekend for 30 minutes. No commentary over it. They just did the match. Like, they just played it. I mean, I guess that kind of makes sense in a way. Like, it was... I understand why also they don't want to cancel Raw on SmackDown, but if this is what's going to be like for the next month and a half... Yeah. Like, oh my god. I mean, I'd almost rather, like... If they're not going to be able to do shows, mm-hmm. I just them rather not. Air I would go, personally, I would do a thing where like, see, my joke was, you get like two wrestlers now or whatever, and like you go over old matches. I'd be fine with something like that even, but like, it just your matches don't work without an audience. Your intros kind of don't work, and I would say some wrestlers can do a five minutes feel, but most of them. Just yeah. And God help us all if WrestleMania still happens. God help us all. It's still on. Yeah, but the city of Tampa is the same yesterday, basically being like, either they canceled or we might. Yeah. So, there's like, what do you do? Put WrestleMania <laughs> in the performance center? <laughs> No, fuck it. I'll pay to watch that. I want to I wanna watch WrestleMania in the WWE Performance Center. I mean, if you think about it, right? Like, <clears throat> excuse me. Um, the appeal of WrestleMania is just that there's a shit ton of people. Mm-hmm. So, if there's no people, you can have it anywhere. Mm-hmm. But my argument is... Yeah. Uh, I have seen a lot of uh, opinions of AEW should just go and record like two months of stuff at the Hardy compound. Mm-hmm. It's, it's going to be an interesting couple months for wrestling. Because what, we probably have two months of dealing with this is my guess. Uh, yeah, I'd say so. If we, because uh, my was used China as a model, it looked like about two months of, like, extreme, and then it kind of bombs out. Yeah, I'd say you're looking at early May or any normal C. Okay, fun. Okay, so I've also, I watched the, Hulu did a documentary series starring, um, Hillary Clinton, going over her life. Mm-hmm. Dude, I have many thoughts on this thing. So, one of them is, I appreciate how, like, a part of me sits there and it's like, you are, I understand she's really successful, but it's really funny that she's like, let me show you how hard it is, as like, you get this glowing documentary from you on one of the biggest streaming services. Um, also, if the documentary couldn't, because a lot of shows post-raise the same things, 
I think in that documentary came out, something similar came out to it. In 2016, she probably would have been president because they show her in a more human light than I think she probably normally gets. Uh, also, while I've never quite heard someone rip on Bernie Sanders very publicly in the Democratic Party quite like that, and yeah, um, it was just, it was interesting. It was extremely, very much like a, you could tell what the producers thoughts of Hillary Clinton were. And yeah, it's four episodes. So if you're going to watch it, it's like four hours. Yeah, probably won't. It's, I do appreciate, I think they mentioned the word Bill Clinton more than Donald Trump in that documentary. Well, that's the thing, right? Like, I would be really interested. How did they handle like that whole situation of? Oh, they went into all of it. Okay, good. They went into uh, like '92 was infamously like when the first allegations of Bill Clinton came out, and that's also when they found out that he was, we'll say, not the most loyal husband. And then obviously, <coughs> Monica Lewinsky happened from the Whitewater investigation. <coughs> Whitewater. Yeah, it's called Whitewater. Watergate. No, or no. Sorry, it's yeah. It was Whitewater. Uh, uh, yeah. It was the special prosecutors, like I think, like ninety three or ninety four, which was Ken Starr, and it led into Monica Lewinsky. Yeah. No, that's I always could use it too, because yeah, it's Whitewater for obviously Clinton, and then Watergate for Nixon. So yeah, uh, but yeah, it is a hundred percent as partisan as you assume it would be too, because shocking. Okay, so let's see. So, uh, what have we done? I went to New Orleans again with a bunch of friends last weekend. Because I live a solid three hours from there, so it's really easy to get there. Uh, and then, AJ, what did you do? You said you went to Wyoming? Mm hmm. Why Wyoming? Uh, because I got to hang with. Uh super important people like uh former let me see if I get this right uh spell uh people like um or I don't want people from I want not born so okay. There's an article with, like, all the different people that are, uh, like, Christy Walton, or Dick Cheney, or Bill Gates, or... Where the hell were you? Wyoming. Why were they there? What? Uh, so, the funny thing is, Teton County, Wyoming, which is where Jackson Hole is, the city of Jackson and Jackson Hole, excuse me, um, is the wealthiest county in the nation? In Wyoming? No, in the nation. No, no, in Wyoming. Yeah, sorry, yeah. So that, I assume that's where Cheney was a rep from then? Uh, I have to imagine. Because he was... I, I, actually, Wyoming only have one rep. So I don't remember Wyoming at the time had one or two reps, but obviously he was a rep because Liz Cheney's in the current seat. Yeah. Um, and so, like, a lot of people... A lot of 
the uber wealthy are flocking to Wyoming because there's taxes. Um, they can. Well, I guess compared to California, you're right. I was like, there's no taxes, but yeah, it's not California level. Well, Wyoming has no. Hold on, let me pull up exactly why. I assume it's not a high tax state. Um, it's not Florida for most things. Let's see. So sales tax went up to six percent. Oh, that's a high. I don't like that. Um. So it, it, it's just in that county. The state is four percent, and then that county has a two <laughs> oh. percent. Wow. Okay. Anyways, the state was that low. Uh, yeah, so their sales tax is 4%. Um, they obviously have an income tax. So I don't think they're one of the seven states. I've had a bet. I think Wyoming's income tax is a progressive tax ranging from 3 to 5%. Why Wyoming? It's tax-friendly states. Um... That's my guess. I guess between three and five, and it's progressive, so it goes like up, depending on income level. Wyoming is the most tax-friendly state in the country. Ooh. Uh, no tax on real estate sales, no state income, dynasty Wait, no trusts, income. no tax on out-of-state retirement income, no state Keep gift tax, no inheritance, low property tax, no excise tax. Build the company there. Uh, I'd say yes. I love the area, but. It's also kind of in the middle of nowhere. Mm. Whereas, like, Vegas has a fairly decent-sized airport and decent-sized city. That's true. Uh, we could have a branch in Jackson. Ooh. Okay, okay. I approve. Right, so um, what did you do this weekend, then? Or this week? So you're gone for a hot minute. Yeah, so I left, um, let's see, let me straight, the 6th of March. We left super early, so we got out around noon air. Um, so we had Friday and Saturday off. Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, we were skiing. Thursday, we went snowmobiling, and Friday the 13th, we came back. Uh, when all this shit hit the fan, got it. Yeah, we were out there as everything was unfolding. Because, like, stuff was unfolding, you're like, oh, this gets sped up real quick. Yeah, I think, let's see. The 6th was the only day where the NBA was still (laughs) happening. Uh, I believe Saturday night was when they shut everything down. Something like that, sure. So. Yep. Okay. So, yeah. Um, AJ, I have a question. Can you read our F1 update to the people? Because obviously there's a lot of F1 news. What races are this week? Uh, the hashtag not the GP happened on Twitch today. <laughs> I believe, what did you call here? There is no God. Yeah. 
Uh, so F1 is delayed just like everything else. Um, they probably won't start up until the beginning of May. Which, which would be Monaco. Do you think they're just going to shorten the season, or do you think they're just going to push everything back? Uh, the Australian organizers have said that they hope they can delay it. Okay. The problem is, I don't know where they would put it. Because it's winter there during the summer. Mm -hmm. And there's really not a huge break between any of the races where they could fit uh, the arrangements to go to Australia. Mm. Unless you did it as the last race. Like it used to be years ago. Um... But then you would be looking at racing into mid-November, late November. Okay. Um, so that would still be spring down there. And I don't know like how Melbourne is for spring. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Okay. So, yeah, there is no F1 as of right now. Uh, I do appreciate every time I go, darn, another race is delayed. <laughs> Which is fine, because you're about to get me very angry in a second here. Okay, it is time for some very upsetting news. Uh, oh, is... please, this first story was this first not story, upsetting. The next ones are. Second story is upsetting. There is no Pure E3 this year. Uh, blah, blah, blah. We all assume they're going to do all the press conferences online. What I think is upsetting about this story is I bet you E3 never truly comes back. I think it comes back, but as a shell of itself for maybe two or three years, and then it goes. I think last year was our last kind of true year of E3. Yeah. I, like, they're, they're going to try to do it next year as like a, hey. We're back. We're still here. But, like, I bet you half the companies that were there are going to pull out. They're just going to do Because I bet you they're going to just look at their books and be like, wait, it's how much cheaper? Well, and that's the thing, right? Like, if nothing else, this virus is proving to a lot of corporations that they don't need offices. There's a lot of work that can be done from home. Yeah, that is true. I, general note, I am curious the long-term side effects of this virus on the economy in that regard. Yeah, do we get, like, um, kind of open hours where you're just on call? Or how many how many businesses, because, like, we're just going to go side part. Like, Seattle talks about now that, now that Microsoft, Amazon, and a few others are all telecommuting, they said they have no traffic in Seattle, it's great to drive through, and all the companies are like, we might look into this some more. Yeah, what did I see? I think Scott Lowe on Twitter was like, I lived in LA for a decade. It's 6 p.m. on a Friday and showed the Google Maps. And it was, and it was all green. Right. So, like, is it possible now that, like, imagine, imagine that for a second. If you do that, like, LA, Seattle, Chicago, New York, and also now we just fix the traffic issue because no one's commuting. So, like, now you can actually drive through those cities. Well, is it, okay, we fixed that, or is it, hey, you have an option? Okay, even if it's an option, and 20% of the people take it. 
It's. I'd say you'd be looking at probably seventy percent take it. I think it depends what your industry you're in and where you are. Yeah. Because like really, I mean, how much if there's an office and you're just like a office drone? Yeah. Do you really need to be at an office, or can you be telecommuting? But yeah, I bet you now. I bet you a lot. Like E three though, tying us back is. I bet he's going to see the same effect of. It's gonna. They're gonna see how little, like how little, relatively it costs. Say Microsoft doing an online event versus that in person would have cost them. They'd be like, okay, it's not worth it. Well, in the money they would spend for E three, they can do, like, uh, they can probably bring back the traveling show. You can a do a traveling show. Um, if it's a hands off demo, just send press the video. Realistically, you can yeah. then if you're like Phil Spencer. And you say, because a lot of times you're Phil Spencer, you have, like, 50 people you might go talk to. Just do video calls with them. Still get your thing there. You can, at that point, then, if it's obviously a hands-on demo, send it to them. <laughs> like, like there are so many options yeah. here that, like, I think, I understand the usefulness of the trade show and the usefulness of, like, there are a lot of, the upsetting part is how many indie games are not going to happen now. Because how many deals happen at E3 or GDC. And well, that's going to be upsetting. Well, and that's the interesting thing, right? Like, as I had to explain to my family, like, E3, like, it's super important that that show happens. And it's not because what we see. Right. It's the, you know, it's the sales manager, the regional sales managers of Walmart and Target going, okay, we're going to order 50,000 Series Xs Mm -hmm. to stock in our stores you know, per region or something like, you know, just that's a random number. But, you know, so those deals are being made. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I guess that's the one thing that you kind of lose when you're teleconferencing is that face-to-face negotiation. And again, I'm not saying this is the option for everything, and I don't think anyone who's smart ever said it was, but I bet you for a good chunk of things it is. Oh, yeah. Like, I imagine... They might just have like, hey, okay, uh, EA is going to send somebody to uh, Bentonville, Arkansas Mm -hmm. to talk to uh, Walmart. Right, 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 exactly. And, you know, they're just going to send somebody instead of, because that's going to be a hell of a lot cheaper than, you know, the, the Walmart reps flying to LA yeah, because you I know think... they're flying private or they're they have a Walmart, I mean they're flying a Walmart jet yeah to be honest. yeah so the, this was that was the last bloody one now AJ we need to discuss what it is doing to the film what is happening to the film industry now uh so this was a legitimate thought of mine <laughs> okay. while I was watching uh the way back we might have to delay uh, Movie Club. Just because there's nothing coming out. This, this is what gets weird, okay? So, No Time to Die was going to be April. Now it's, I think, November. Which, when I yeah. saw that, I, could, I thought it was, like, I thought I was like, this can't be real. Like, I did not think that was real. Then Fast 9 gets delayed a whole year. Which... If we're being honest, for both those movies, like, James Bond is very much, you would like to see that in the fall. Right, 
But but Fast Nine being a year delay. Well, what are you gonna do? Delay it into the winter? That's not a winter. That's movie. true. Okay. Like, then Mulan has gotten delayed. Uh, which another Disney. Uh, what I find interesting, um, also I didn't write this down here, but The Quiet Place Part Two got delayed, and what's interesting is they delayed it a week before it released. Yeah. Which that's the one I go. Oh. That makes me wonder if they didn't have that great of a deal. Right, because because like, because I don't know if you realize, like, no time did I. The April release date is still on billboards all over movie theaters around this country, probably still. Yeah. Um. Uh, I think, think those. Are the, okay, but you don't I, in mind. Why is the new mutant still happening? No, that got delayed. Oh, that got delayed too. Oh, that did. Um, no, it's fucking Wonder Woman still happening. As of now. Which that one's June though. Oh, the other one I'm questioning is why is Black Widow still happening? That's May first, isn't it? Probably because Disney's just like, well, we just need to get this thing out. Like, also because the Marvel Universe is so tied together, I bet you once you delay it with like this close to it. Well, and also it's like, okay, there were, let's be real, not a lot of people asking for this movie, right? Like, even if they said, "Oh, it'd be cool," mm-hmm. you know, if you gave them the option of like, "Hey, here's the Black Widow." movie but it's not her origin story it's like a continuation mm-hmm. you're like eh I kind of want the origin story mm-hmm. you know there's there's a very small audience that really wants to see this Black Widow movie I bet you would still do well because it's a Marvel movie and it'll be I- the only thing also, It'll be the, the only thing running. Also, if it's the only movie out for the next six months, it might do great. Yeah. God. But yeah, I am, as of right now, I was reading some, but I think that Hollywood's going to lose something like $20 billion this quarter. What they that might be a good thing. It's going to, what I'm questioning is, is, so there's a couple things I start questioning. Obviously, you tied all this corona stuff, or COVID-19. Um, how many movie theaters in this country are going to go out of business in the next three months? Those are my first questions. Uh, the lo- the local company that I normally would go see movies at, they mm-hmm. filed for Chapter 11, but that was before right. a lot of this I went could... down. So. But hear me out, though. Most theaters that were surviving, minus maybe your giant boys, are surviving on pins and needles as is, and now they just probably cut their audience to 30%. Yeah, I don't know. It'll be interesting. And then, obviously, I'm curious, how does this affect... There's a lot of things that ramification-wise has an effect. Obviously, the box office comes a lot less this year. Now, imagine if they just, everyone delays their movies by six months. Now you have, what, do you have twice the films in the same category? Do you now move other films back? Do you now delay production on other films? Like, this is going to have long-term ramifications in the a lot of film release dates. Well, I mean, like, all the productions are shut down right now. Right. So... You know, things that we're going to be releasing in the fall. They might probably be. aren't. Maybe. It depends where you are in production or if you're in like post-production. I bet you're still happening for a lot of stuff. Yeah, post can be done remotely. Because a lot of, yeah, a lot of post is edited. As long as it's not reshoots. Those are delayed. 
But like, if it's just even voiceover, you probably do it. Well, and here's the thing: if you're Disney, okay. and they're already kind of doing this with Frozen Two, you just cut the theater out altogether. Ooh. Remember when there used to be straight to DVD movies? Oh, we always remember the every Disney sequel offer. Well, every Disney sequel twenty years ago. Yes, yes, yes. Um, went straight to DVD. Mm-hmm. What if? Well, Black Widow can't do it, but. I don't know. New Mutants. I what, if new, like... what if New Mutants goes straight to plus? Mm-hmm. Like, could they... Because, I mean, you're not going to make a ton of money on it. You, at this point, don't want to make up as much as you can. Yeah. Because Disney's stock... Because also, I didn't put it here. Because Disney, were, all theme parks are closed basically in the country right now. Yeah. Which means... Which I found this off. Disneyland Parker has only closed like four times in its history, including like 9 11, JFK's assassination. Like those kind of level events is when Disneyland closes. Uh, well, and it's the first time it's closed since 2005. And it's the first time it's closed for multiple days. It has yeah. never closed in a. Disney World has done half because of hurricanes. But like, the point is, like, the company for sure is not in a great spot because of all this. Yeah, like, this could be very interesting. We could see, like, kind of the industry right itself in a way. That, or I'm wondering, do you now have the moment where, who's the solidity of the big six right now of the of the film studios? So well, you, probably down to four. Okay, so my whole point is, do you see a moment now where, like, the second or third place person combines with the fourth place person because of how much money they're going to lose? Um, I don't see, like, Warner combining with Sony. That's Sony probably, anytime that's soon. Probably, Sony's probably a last place guy. Uh, in terms of movies, definitely. Because uh, they're part of the big, whatever you define as the, you know, we have the big few. They are part of that. Yeah. I bet they're the smallest. Well, they own Columbia, which is the thing, right? Like, right. So, because um, Disney I can't mean, buy them, that's why. Because Disney, at that point, for sure, would not be approved. Well, we've gone over this. I don't think Disney could afford to buy Sony. Unless, you, unless you, again, though, unless you just want them for something absurd like film rights. I mean, though, this could like this could also okay. cut your money a lot. Uh, the stock market is. Extremely oh, volatile right now. Yeah, and, we're about to be in a free fall this week, I bet. Yeah, like, could you see somebody that's just got a ton of money, like the Saudis or the Chinese? Oh, I was thinking someone like, um, like, Warren, not Warren Buffett, God, who am I thinking of? Berkshire Hathaway, who am I thinking of? Warren Buffett. Yeah, Warren Buffett. Like, you could see them like that, to be like, oh, it's a good investment now. Now it's a good investment. Yeah. I mean, like, the problem is a lot of Warren's wealth is tied up in stocks right? and investments, just, so... But in a public company, you just need a majority of the stocks. Yeah, but he would have to then 
the problem is he would have to sell off stocks, which no, obviously you don't want to sell right now. You want to be buying. Which, so which you need. Could, that was my favorite quote ever when someone asked him in 2008, how much money did you lose during the 2008 crash? He went, none. I bought stocks and I didn't sell them. Yeah. Um, like you need somebody with basically cash on hand is the best way to right. describe it. So you need somebody with cash on hand to, you know, do these deals. And the only people that really have cash on hand right now are like the Saudis and the Chinese, Russians, I guess. But Right, but I bet you they're getting hit with this too, whether they say it out loud or not. Yeah. They can tell us you're not getting hit with it all you want. There's no way you're not. I mean, no, the, Saudi, the Saudis' wealth is looking a lot less because they are in a price war with Russia right now over oil in the U.S., mm-hmm. driving it down below 25 a barrel. Um, but yeah. Nice. Okay. So, yeah, I've listed here also, as we talked about, uh, my money is still in WrestleMania not happening. I so think... I think it happens. You really maybe think it not. Happens? Like WrestleMania, the card will happen. Do you think it happens on April fifth? Yes. Ooh, I I don't. I if you don't. I don't happens, think it happens in Tampa. Though. I, I spe- yeah, but where, again, you can't. Where do you do it? You're not doing it in some place like Saudi Arabia. Can you imagine if they pulled that off? I think the only way, like the only way, WrestleMania happens at all is if they do just what they did for SmackDown. God, I hope not. Just this is gonna be, you know. I want to see. Here's the thing, right? I want to see a WrestleMania. That is like a Japanese show. Have you mm-hmm. ever seen Japanese wrestling? Yeah, I've seen some of it. It's very quiet. They're very respectful. There's not a lot of cheering. Mm-hmm. They cheer at the end of the match. That's it. So I would love to see a WrestleMania that is like that. Mm-hmm. It's just quiet. That would be so weird. Well, think about it, right? Like, they used to always have the, during the Super Bowl, the halftime match. Which would be a match in an empty arena somewhere that would last the length of halftime or whatever it would be. Mm -hmm. So, they could do it. They could sound possible. It's, I think... If nothing else, it show it will show um, how fluid the company is. Also, because they are, I think they are a public company, which means they don't do it. Yeah. They're a public company. If you don't do WrestleMania, you're... Although, the thing of it is, like, if I was an investor on the board, in a situation like this, I wouldn't hold it against them. I totally would, because it's revenue. Well, but it's kind of tough to hold against a company when where you were going to hold the event says you cannot do this. 
Okay, so so your stock, so record WD stock is down 60% year to date. In the last three months, it's dropped 43%. Yeah. So well, like, a lot of that happened like oh yeah. a Actually, month and a half ago. The la- in the last month, they've only lost 15%. So like it's happened, but WD has been on the decline period. Yeah. Pre the crash, it's been on decline. Yeah, so like you're probably not holding it against them if. Also, the United States is currently in a na- national state of emergency. <laughs> Most states are in it. We're in legally a pandemic. So, if you have to cancel something because of a pandemic, but yeah, I would. I agree with you. I agree with of... you in the like empathy part. But if I'm an investor, oh, it's I not even empathy. Care. It's like you're you know as an investor you're not going to make any money because there's people literally cannot do anything oh it's baked in the cake at this point but that's still like the reason we're arguing that we're in a global slowdown or we're in the process of one is because of that so it's, everyone assumes it's happening now but it is still happening yeah so obviously you're gonna do what you can to alleviate it or if you're a smart person you just buy a bunch of stocks when they crash and you have money for it obviously um, but yes, I agree with you on that. You, it's, if you're an investor, you know what's happening. You're still not happy, but there's not much you could, it's like, it's not a, like, you won't kick Vince McMahon off of the board for it. You're just annoyed. Yeah. Um, if somebody were to take any stock advice from us, I would say if you have the money, buy into Rivian and Tesla now during oh, the uh, fall. You know, I did, I bought airline stocks as they crashed. Uh... Because I so she's about to suck. I wouldn't invest in airlines right now solely because there's no like there's no end. There's no uh But my, I don't plan on this being a two month investment also. Oh no. But like with Rivian and Tesla, like they have an end. Like oil is going to run out and they are an electric company. Yeah, okay, that's gonna be a hot minute though. That's not tomorrow. Yeah. No, but, like, those are stocks that are going to explode once the market writes itself. Mm-hmm. And airlines may not. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, airline hours. airline stocks are going to be great, like, kind of coming out of the, the dumps because they're just going to be, you know, you're already seeing it, like, Delta's offering just... Ridiculous rates. Which also Delta, the reason I think airline stocks are somewhat stable too is because all those companies are also cutting their workforce to account for it. And that's why you've seen their stocks dip the other day, but they have actually somewhat have stabilized because they are adjusting their staffing accordingly. Yeah. Um, also, other side note, um, I bought a bunch of Disney stocks too when it, when it hit below $100. So you invested in the company that screwed you over. Because your account got compromised. The stock dropped below a hundred dollars. I don't care. I still wouldn't invest in them. <laughs> yeah, but you know what happened when all the accounts got compromised? The stock still went up twenty bucks. So it was whatever. Probably because they released some like, oh, we hit a record for making up, you know, a category they just made up. Mm-hmm. Anyway. 
Where would you like to go next? We have a, we have a, a plethora of stories to give us to choose from, depending on what you'd like to talk about. I I have the most important story. Actually, I'm going to cut you off immediately. The most important story is Judge Judy is ending. Yeah, I saw that. That story's been around for like a month now. But like, it's the first time we get to talk about it. I don't think you understand how upset I was when I read the story. Judge Judy is ending. A show that you haven't watched in probably, what, six years? No, I legitimately usually watch it, like, every couple weeks. That's not a joke. When? Well, you can find it online. Well, you can find it online, sure, but... Like, in terms of a TV show... When's the last time you watched Judge Judy on a TV that wasn't streaming? Probably six years, a good guess. Yeah, exactly. Which you fair, she's still insanely paid, for the record. Yeah, she still makes like 25, a year, 25 mil a year. Yeah, and she's making a new show, which I'm very intrigued yeah. by. So yeah, um, uh, other, other news I've written here is Call of Duty Warzone, like we talked about, because I was post us talking last. Um, uh, the Last of Us TV series is coming from HBO. I am cautiously optimistic. I'm curious, though, like, are they just redoing the game, or what are they doing? Well, they've said Ellie's going to be in it. Mm-hmm. So you right. have to imagine Joel's going to be in it. Right, but, like, that's still such a broad timeline of... Yeah. With well, games. it is and it isn't. Like, if you tie the two, you know, if you tie uh, Last of Us 1 and Last of Us 2 together, you know, that's a fairly decent... Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Excuse me, time range. But if you just do the first game, I think it's only like six months. Yeah, no, the first so. game. Well, maybe you don't count obviously the, the laps. Yeah, from from you being after the laps, I think you're right, something like that. Well, maybe a year. Because I think it's season. I thought it was four seasons. Do they end up doing all four seasons? I thought so. Because you go for a hot minute. Yeah. Well, I guess, like, if the intro to when you meet Ellie is probably a couple of years. Mm-hmm. Um, there's probably a couple of year gap in there. Mm-hmm. But Ellie's only, what, 12 when you meet her? Yeah. So, what, you're going to show Ellie from 9 to 12? Yeah. You know, and then obviously, um, in Last of Us Two, she appears to be probably eighteen, nineteen. Mm-hmm. We'll mm-hmm. say. So there's a jump of five to six years mm-hmm. between Last of Us One and Last of Us Two. It's gonna be interesting. Um, but yeah, I mean, the guy that is running it is the guy that did Chernobyl. And also Neil Druckmann, which gives me some props that, like, the people who write in the game are actually writing it. Well, Neil Druckmann's been tied into every Last of Us ESA. Okay, like, but to me, that's better than you just handing it off to someone being like, have fun, which is usually what happens with your game shit. Yeah, I mean, like, when they were talking about a Last of Us movie, Neil Druckmann was writing it. Right, which, again, I think at least gives me some confidence when you have someone like the creator of the thing. Yeah. Okay. 
Okay, so the other story on this list before we jump to the movie club portion I wanted to talk about at least is uh, the NFL 2K games. So this story is really interesting because uh, the NFL and 2K Sports announced a partnership to make more NFL 2K games. But non-simulation games. Correct. So that means it's not returning to NFL 2K these are probably going to be more along the lines of like the uh, RBI baseball, right? Um, games where they have the license of the sport, mm-hmm. but not necessarily the license of the players, and it's going to be like a cartoony. Is that what you're thinking too? That's kind of what my logic was. I have a feeling it's going to be somewhere between. Uh, backyard football with the NFL license and like uh, RBA baseball style. So what intrigues me also is that I thought EA had the exclusive rights, like period, like as in a contract. Mm-mm. No, so they have the exclusive simulation rights. So okay. they anybody could have approached the NFL and said, "Hey, we want to make like a cartoon style." Obviously, money passed hands, but I was just very curious. Yeah. Um, also, what also yeah. interests me is I believe it says somewhere it's like multiple games, like it's like more than one game a year or something. No, it's more than one game. Okay, that's what it is. It's not necessarily more than one a year. It's just more, more than, than one, one game. Yeah. But yeah, I'm very. I'm gonna be very curious because start. It says starting in 2021. So, yeah. Do you think this would will cannibalize like actual NFL games? No. Do you think it would just grow the market? Uh, probably not. Because I mean, a lot of people like. If anything, it'll just be like dads buying it for their young kids. Because Madden's already so approachable. Mm-hmm. You know, a lot of people, their first video game is Madden. Because, yeah, it is not atrocious. First and potentially only is Madden. Mm-hmm. Um, so if this is just going to be more of like a cartoony style, I have a feeling it's just going to... It'll, it'll probably be mo- uh, mobile-based with a console I- version. I was going to say, that's kind of what I'm thinking. I, I think there will be a console version just because of your revenue stream and market there. Yeah. Like, um, I don't believe it's you could just do pure mobile. No. So, yeah. That will be okay. interesting. Nice. Uh, so, on to games to watch for. We are five days from Doom. Also, Half-Life comes out on March 23rd, and uh, on to the new game on the list. Final Fantasy VII Remake comes out on April 10th, so we're under a month away from that. Yep. I didn't put down MLB the show on there, I know, it's very upsetting, I do. I'm very curious about that game now. <laughs> Why? Uh, because the MLB has delayed their season until... Oh yeah, we didn't talk about it. All sports are cancelled, I forgot. All sports are legally cancelled. Not legally, not yet at least. <laughs> well, actually, because most a lot of states have banned mass gatherings. Some states there are legally banned. <laughs> well, not necessarily. They could play the games in empty stadiums. Yeah, but 
So it depends how dense, because there's some states with like 100 people limit. If you add the teams, the coaching, and the drafts, you might get 100 people. Uh, no, each team is 25, so that's 50. And then there's five rest, so it's like 55. Okay, but you know what I'm saying, though. Like, Penny is, but you're getting pretty damn close on this list. You're like halfway. Can you, for record, so I know these are all sports you don't care about. Don't you, part of you, wish this was four months or three months earlier and this was football that got canceled and just saw people's reactions? Well, so a lot of people are wondering if the NFL will. Delay um, spring. Well, no, we'll delay the start of their uh, year, their season year, because that is the 18th, and uh, currently, like, agents and Mm, scouts are all um, not necessarily barred, but highly suggested that they don't travel. Mm. And... If sports are anything they go by, uh, infections spread incredibly quickly in locker rooms. Yeah, apparently. So, um, they're probably all avoiding it just to stay healthy. And, I mean, like, the problem of it is the NFL is in a very interesting situation. They've got a CBA that is being negotiated and was voted on. Um... The league year may not start. Oh, yeah, because then they pass something now and they can smoke weed. I saw a thing yesterday where something apparently NFL players can now smoke weed. So part of the CBA was that you can no longer be suspended due to a positive marijuana test. Mm. So. um, And, you know, so that you could potentially delay the start of the league year. Uh, you're probably looking at delaying or somehow suspending the draft God. because that's thousands of people. Also, I didn't even mention XFL, which is done for the done for the season. I'm suspending. <laughs> uh, no, they're gonna yeah, try to do their I championship game. Oh, okay, maybe championship. Their regular season is done. I thought. Yeah. Which the curse of the XFL? Let me just say. <laughs> I mean, this isn't really the curse of the XFL. This is the curse of the NBA, if anything. Mm-hmm. Although I will say, one of the, the first person tied to sports was an XFL official or something like that. <laughs> that had coronavirus. Um, yeah, so sports are just not necessarily yeah. canceled. A lot of stuff is postponed or delayed. Yeah, but do, I don't know how many seasons we have truly overlapped, though, at a certain point. Well, and so the NHL is delayed. They said they're putting their season on pause. So, what, you're going to resume the season in the summer? Right. And now how much um, does it go towards? And, you know, you only have a couple weeks, but then you have the playoffs. Mm-hmm. So, what, you're going to... You know, try to schedule with whatever's left of the MLB to you yeah, know, schedule TV dates. You're going to, you know. All of that's going to be interesting. Okay. Now, AJ, speaking of sports. Like, yes. Two uh, movies I, I, that are basically clones of each other. It's, 
little less alcoholism in one of them, but actually not really. Not really. Just nope. who's the main characters? What are the <laughs> literally the way back if it was about the assistant coach would have been me and pretty nice <laughs> in a lot of ways actually. Yeah. So yeah, we watched Hoosers. Hoosiers. Hoosiers. Okay. And the way back. Which Hoosiers is a name for Indiana I've people? Heard, I have heard the term before, yeah. Um, it apparently comes from basketball. Which I didn't know that part. Like, I knew, I've heard the term for Indiana people. Because obviously yeah. I, don't, I used to grow, I grew up right around there. So, like, to me, I was like, oh yeah, obviously that's the Indiana term. Let's start with the Hoosiers then. Um, mm-hmm. I, had, I had never seen this film before. So, not going to lie, this was not the movie I was thinking of. Wait, really? I was thinking of Glory Road, watching that. Um, but turns out Hoosiers was a very good movie to watch. Oh yeah. In regards to the way back, I actually enjoyed the Hoosiers a decent amount. Um, I think it's weird at points, and no one has fully that the, the, the uh, assistant coach being Dennis Hopper is a little weird. Um. Well, your main coach is Gene Hackman. That's like the casting is weird. Let's explain on paper. Okay, uh, I was record when he started flirting with the um the one woman, right? The, the principal. I thought that was a student. <laughs> I was like, okay. Well, and that's the thing, right? Like the movie doesn't address who she is. They do eventually. You're like, oh, she works here. Yeah. I legitimately thought it was a nice student who was pointing him in a direction at first. Yeah, like, there's no identification of who this lady is, and then all of a sudden, uh, Gene Hackman talks to her mom, and then starts talking to her, and then starts flirting with her, and then, like, the next, like, two scenes later, it's identified that she's the principal or some some, position of power. Which, again, on paper, you see, you would say from my point of view, if I think it's a student, how much more creepy I thought that was... (laughs) Well, it's creepy in general because she's got to be what, maybe thirty, and yeah, Gene Hackman's probably in his sixties. You know, his character's probably in his sixties. Yeah. Um, Hoosiers obviously, I think, was your default in a lot of moments. You feel good sports movie, also for obvious reasons. I th- yeah. Um, else was very interested about me. Still- Much in the way that the way back is. No, no, the way back is not. Um, I have issues when you get to, like, the bottom 20% of the way back. I'm trying to think what else was... Uh, I found it was weird when we had the... When, if I remember this, I think it's Hoosiers when the guy comes out with the gun with his dog, which was Gene Hackman. Oh, also, yeah, he's he's going to look for the, the <laughs> drunk uh, dad of one of the players. <laughs> they well, never they don't explain anything in this movie <laughs> they don't eventually you find out it is one of the players dads I yeah. legitimately thought it was just the town drunk that used to play basketball there's just so many like <laughs> like this is a lot like the DC universe <laughs> DCCU <Everything's> <laughs> like you are introduced to somebody and then told who they are but hear me out, though. At least in the ECU, I can make it a trade guess that someone might know who Cyborg is. Or someone might know who the Flash is. I can't make a trade guess that someone might know who Gene Hackman's character is. Gene Hackman was the coach. 
Oh, and Janice Hopper's character was. Yeah, say, saying Gene Hackman. Oh, I'm sorry. Jen, I meant Janice Hopper. Well, I mean, like all the players knew, and everybody in the town knew that guy was. Which that explains how fucking big was this town? <laughs> well, they say the the uh, um, enrollment's only like sixty five. Which which this is a high school? <laughs> like, holy shit! Mm-hmm. So, I mean, the town's probably... 500? 1,500. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah, 1,500. But still, yeah. So, so much of this. Um, Again, though, I'm going to say, I enjoyed the film. Like, it wasn't a bad film. It no. just also, also... Every time I was watching, I was like, oh, yeah, I forgot every 80s film had the same story arc. It feels like. Every yeah. 80s, like, comedy, this, or sports, all of them had, like, the very similar... From A to B, this, like, it's very... Yeah. Also, they don't know apparently how a microphone works. <laughs> no. Because when Gene Hackman is talking to the fans, mm-hmm. students, uh, the only shot where you actually hear him clearly is the shot that's dead on because it's the microphone from a camera. He's talking yeah. into a mic and like anytime they have a cutaway shot, it's muffled. Mm-hmm. I was just like, oh my gosh, God. It's it's something. Okay. So yeah, that is The Hoosiers. Uh, one of our... Uh, a decently strong movie. Now... The Hickory... Oh, what were they? The... Yeah. Huskers. Huskers. Now, for um, Batman over here. The Way Back. Where would you like to begin with The Way Back? I mean, Ben Affleck, look, like, considering, was Batman his last movie? I was wondering, he might have had one or two in between, but, like, relatively. Yeah. Yeah, he has gained 50 pounds since Batman, if you're gonna ask. Well, just, like, the change from an incredibly in-shape guy, Batman, to just, it looks like he drank a 30 rack every night. <laughs> Well, he at least showed him drink one. Um, so yeah. I have a, I have a couple, so, so I have a couple immediate questions about this, okay? Go for it. Um, where do you get one of those shower beer things from? Let's start there. It's just a shower rack. Okay, next question. How does that thing not get full of water? So, water? Uh, because the shower rack is designed to hang from the neck of the shower head. Okay. So the shower head sprays, you know, it's, the shower head is probably at the edge of the shower caddy. Okay. And so there's no water that should be getting back on there. Um, next logic, this is not actual logical questions about the plot and or the world they live in, Okay. Mm-hmm. So was this fucker drunk on construction sites, like, on, on like, 60-story buildings? Uh, he was making highways. Okay. That still feels like, how has he never, how has he never been caught? Don't ask, don't tell. Apparently. <laughs> I don't understand how he's never messed up enough to be caught. Um, others, this is a, an issue I have, because I went to Catholic school, obviously, right? 
Catholic schools don't play like non-Catholic schools usually, which was the entire subcontinent because of the teams they were facing. I mean, some of the schools they were playing were Catholic schools. Somewhere. So, it, so and, how it works is your in-tournament schools are Catholic and your out-of-school tournaments tend to be public schools, though, and they don't tend to be other Christian schools. Like, at least in Michigan, I know um, the Catholic school in Grand Rapids just plays like they're in an okay conference, which is the Ottawa Kent mm-hmm. conference. They're just in one of those conferences, so they play, you know. It's it's Grand Rapids Catholic Central. They just play football. They play East Grand Rapids. They play Grand Rapids Christian. They play Forest Hills. Like they're just, it doesn't make them any different mm-hmm. in a Catholic school. It just usually changes what's in conference and out of conference normally. They're just in a conference, at least for it's us. Like, okay, for us it was totally like you're in conference with other Catholic schools and you're out of conference. You'd still play other schools, but those were not in conference. Yeah, and like the Christian school, um, there's two of them near where I live, and they were both just in okay green or okay. So, Eddie, what was your thought on on this film? Um, I mean, I think the interesting interesting thing about it is that. First off, I think this is the first major role that Janina has. Who was um So that was Janina. I thought it was, yeah. and I was gonna try to try bounce down, like I think this is. Yeah, so for those who don't know, Janina the um Ben Affleck's ex wife. Uh, separated wife. Separated wife. Which they didn't I thought it was X too until they said that I was like, Oh Well, X. they say separated, but It's X it will be X. <laughs> yeah, it'll eventually be X. Um, although at the end of the movie, probably not. Yeah. Um, she was Iden Verso from Battlefront 2. Mm-hmm. And she's been in, like, TV shows and stuff like that. Yeah. Uh, um, friend of Giant Bomb is how a yes. lot of game people know her. That's how I heard of her. Um, she, was actually, she wasn't bad, I think, her character issues, but she was not the problem with the character. Yeah, I mean, like, the problem is her, like, her and Ben Affleck's character, like, they're sharing things. We're obviously similar, but then on top of that, they were just two completely different people. Yeah, I don't understand how they fell in love. The issue is, I. So one of the things I think is when you're really good at telling this stuff is I should look to see what initially made them fall in love. Like even either via a flashback or something. Yeah. I'm kind of glad this kind of glad the way back didn't do flashbacks because they could have shown Jack playing basketball. They could have shown Michael when he was a kid like, they could have done a bunch of flashbacks, but they didn't, and I think they're better for it. Maybe. Um, so let's go back into the team part. I enjoyed the, the characters of characters on the team. I really like the player. You know, the guy who like, talked to a different girl. Oh, and then he, ha- he ends up doing suicides. <laughs> yeah, he's like, he's like, when can I stop, coach? Not up to me. <laughs> it's the girls. Yeah, 
Ben Affleck's character as he like accepts being a coach. He gets yeah, he gets into the role. Yeah. Again, I'm gonna say Ben Affleck is a good actor. And this is one of his better roles. Yes. Um, I think so. One of my issues with this film is is I feel like for eighty percent of the film, his drinking is a character trait and not a problem in the same way. And I feel like then they make it a problem out of nowhere. Yeah. Like it's. I like, mean, like the thing of it is, if you if you have ever met anybody that's like that, a functioning alcoholic, mm-hmm. it's not necessarily a problem for them. Like that's the whole oh, point I, of it being functioning alcoholism. Is they act normal, you know, as normal as I guess thing would. Um. You know, so that's not necessarily the weird part. It was definitely like, you know, they bring up, they bring up, oh, there were beer cans in the office. Right, right. Like, Just don't yeah, do like, it yeah. again. Right. He's like, okay, like I, I felt that was a throw. I that in the in the moment, the moment I was like, oh shit, like this is that's gonna be the thing. This is gonna be the thing. But then it was just ended up being a throwaway, and it seemed like he was. Not necessarily sobering up, but right. cleaning up. Oh, it totally felt like that. And then, obviously, then the kid thing happened. Yeah, which... Looking back on it, all of that stuff makes sense. Yeah, but I feel like, again, I feel like part of it is, is this real life or is this a story? And I feel like from a storytelling point of view... Well, in like... Problem. You know, the whole thing of, like, oh, they don't explain anything about Michael until, like, the last ten minutes. Right. And it's like, oh, shit, like... Where, where I feel yeah, like I would imagine right. he would be that messed up if he was... But to me, then, uh, that should have been weaved in a little bit better. Yeah. Oh, That's yeah, what, it like, should have been. Like, like, like even, at, like, like I didn't really see how to... Obviously, you don't really see how to get till 75% through this film, where even if you, at some point, mention, or, like, imagine if... Remember when they mentioned his ex-wife during Thanksgiving, I think? If so, at some point during that drunken night with his sister, they said something about Michael and he got upset. You're like, who's Michael? As the audience. Well, in the... When he's talking to the father, and he's... The father's just catching up with him, and he's like, uh, married, and he says, separated. Yeah, And he says, kids, and he kind of smirks. Right, that smirk would not be the response I'd expect. And says no, and I'm like, okay, that was kind of weird. Right, that's, again. Especially when you look back on it, like, yeah, the smirk would not be. That would not be a re- real person's reaction there. Even if they're, even if they're, like, trying to hide something, it would be more, I feel like, volatile even. Or it would be, you would say nothing at all and just kind of look down. Right. Maybe a heavy breath, heavy accent. Maybe like, no. Like, something. Something to give the audience a questioning of, what is he hiding? Yeah. Um, also, I'm just gonna full-blown say it. The le- It was real weird in the movie when he's in rehab, the team is playing for the coach, and, like, you can tell everyone else is, like, the, the assistant and the chancellor or whatever is not happy about that, and then he's just playing basketball in the sunset in the nicest rehab place in the fucking world <laughs> as they win. Are you sure he's in rehab? I thought that was just therapy. Like, 
Oh, I thought I assumed he was in like a a rehab therapy thing. No, because he says to talk. Or? Like, generally, if you're in rehab like that, you're. I just felt that because even like the way they were talking about, it, I assumed it was one of those like closed off places. Well, and he talks to his sister about like I should have done this. Yeah. Years ago, so I figured that was just like family counseling stuff, and like the basketball court overlooking the water. I mean, it's probably just a public park. But it was weird because the way they shot that scene, it felt like he went into the school to grab the basketball. Yeah. Like that was also weird. I was like, is he going to show up in the middle of the game? Like what? <laughs> I was like, nah. There's no way he's just going to barge in and. <laughs> That'd be amazing if the they game. did it like the team abuse around. Uh, so like again I think I think it does so this is my issue I think in this film is fundamentally it's trying to be two films in one and I think it does the sports film part really well because the sports cast of characters is really funny Ben Affleck when he's swearing and then the guy that's him down to be like do you remember when you weren't here we don't do that <laughs> yeah the team chaplain <laughs> or like when the kid when the when the giant guy came back to his house he's like okay I really want to play like all I'm of that swearing. like was like, it was, like, really good, like, if I said, that would be good in the Hoosiers. Like, there's a good sports movie thing. I understand you want, maybe want to do a serious thing to get a comment, but I feel like the seriousness, again, was not weaved in this film. It was, it wasn't even the back half. It was the back 20%, 15% of this film. Yeah. Also, well, like, they're leading up to these, like, oh, the birthday party. Right. Like, okay. And then that was also, like, they mentioned Michael at hospital. I'm like, okay, so maybe they lost a kid or whatever. But then they're talking about like, you know, when they're in the hospital and their friend's son is dealing with whatever. It's like, okay, maybe Michael is in a much worse situation than uh, I originally thought. Sure enough. There's that, and then there is... God, there was one other thing about that that really bugged me. Oh! I said the ending. It's just... God, it's it's just so much. Oh, like, yeah, it's the back 15... I think it's really the back 15% where this film just falls on its face to me. Yeah. Again, one of our stronger films... I at least kind of recommend it, with the caveat of I don't love all parts of it. It's still a good movie. Mm-hmm. It's definitely built in the same way Hoosiers is, of it doesn't explain everything. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's definitely one of Affleck's better roles. But Hoosiers was lighter hearted, I think that's why I forgave that. Yeah. This this tried to, still this dealt with kind of the same stuff that the way back it did, does, like. but it totally did the eighties like lighthearted film way of dealing with it, which is not fully dealing with it. Yeah, where alcoholism wasn't a thing in the eighties. Well, like, even when it was to them, it was more like a look. There's the drunk. Now he's sober again. Yeah. Where this film? Oh, look! Like, there's the drunk, and he's like Rain Man for basketball. Right. Also, and to have the kid of your sister's husband so your nephew be the rain man of the basketball was like okay that's kind of a fun you know 
mm-hmm. fun little way to have that character interact with him. That was the other thing in this film that, that like, that was the other thing this film did that, like, obviously I saw a mile away when he picked up the one kid that was walking and then eventually saw his dad at work. And then obviously the dad was going to show up during yeah, the like, finals. There, there was a lot of this movie that was uh, foreshadowed to exactly what was going to happen. Which again, it's, if this, a part of me almost wishes this film took the Hoosiers, like, make everything less serious approach. Eh, I don't know. It's just because he didn't do the series super well. That's probably more of a problem. And it, maybe if it did it well, I would think differently. But because looking at how it did it, I think it took from the film more than it added. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, that was The Hoosiers and The Way Back. Uh, remember, maybe Memorial Day weekend we will have Momokan. We'll be there. Um, if we are there, we will be talk. in Atlanta on Memorial Day weekend. Whether or not we will be at Momogon is yet to be determined. Which terrifies me. I don't know what we're going to do otherwise. Um, yeah. Uh, I will publicly announce here since we have not talked about it. The schedule is not out, but we are set for a panel at Momocon that AJ and I have to write still. We've got, we got two months. I'm not super concerned. This is the farthest, we're... This is much farther out for us having a panel, so. I will say this: we, at least I am much further along than the GDX panel. <laughs> That's true. I figured it's one of those things I need to do other stuff with MobileCon first. But yeah, we're gonna have a panel. Uh, as of right now, it's Saturday. Uh, I'm not saying time because stuff can shift, obviously, pending what happens. Mm, yeah. Otherwise, you can. We'll be on the floor. We'll be on the floor. Uh, we will be trying to sneak in. My, my new goal for us is to try to sneak in whatever whatever panel Nolan North and, and Trey Baker are doing. Because they, they have a panel there, too. Yeah. The, the, look at Momocon looking at the guest list. There is a shocking amount of recognizable names going. It's getting stacked. Like, like, like a, Troy, Troy and Nolan weren't on it, and then all of a sudden there's a tweet that goes out of like, hey. And also, like you. I don't know if they're the highest ranked people that are going either. Like, they're up there, but they're not, like, look at a list, I go, oh, okay. Well, let's see. Let's pull up the Momocon. Also, Showtime is not better than HBO. That is fake news. I also might have just been watching The Circus for a while today. The what? The circus is their political show, but it's, it's all about the people behind the candidates, less than the candidates themselves. So why did you say Showtime is better than HBO? Oh, because also my roommate has Showtime, so I get to go through its catalog a lot more. I'm paying for Showtime. That is absurd. Guest list. Okay, so Phil Lamar obviously is a giant one. Yeah. Probably less, like, he's not recognizable by his face. But he is recognizable. He is recognizable. Um, let's see. Let's go animation. Bill Farmer, I think, is the voice of Goofy. Yeah, Bill like. Farmer. Again, there's another one that, like, okay, Jeff Ramsey is going to be there. Yep. 
Which I, yeah, I there are a lot of... Well, there's three from uh, the team that are going to be... Also, like, his uh, headshot mm-hmm. for Momocon is such, like, the opposite of what he is now. Like, Oh, yeah. He's a sober, happy dad, and his Photoshop looks like he is just hammered. Um... Let's see. Don't recognize any of these names yet. Nice that. Don't recognize that. Um, obviously, film Pro ZD. Mm-hmm. Hilarious dude. Um, I guess he's voicing some stuff now, and he was a character in Borderlands. Okay. Three. He was one of the characters in Borderlands Three. Uh, Ryan Haywood from Witcher's Youth. And I believe the last one from their team is Jeremy Dooley. Mm-hmm. I think those are the only three going. Um, that was animation. Comics, I don't know anybody costuming. I wouldn't know anybody game. Um, Charles Martinet is going to be there. Mm-hmm. So, between him and Phil Lamar, voice of a lot of people you would know. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, Jeremy Dool, Nolan North, Steve Downs, voice of Master Chief, Ray Baker. Um, I definitely want to interview uh, Troy and Nolan and ask uh, Troy, how does it feel to be in a game uh, by Hideo Kojima that nobody played? <laughs> uh, online personality. Uh. Still don't know anyone. Still don't know anyone. Still don't know anyone. Uh, there are four. Yeah, four people on the online personalities that I know. Mm-hmm. And performers, because I guess there's going to be like some music sh- stuff. Mm-hmm. Going on. Uh, there is. There's a Tycho drum uh, team from Vegas that's going to be there. So that could be cool to see. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. I'm excited. Hopefully this happens. Uh, well, I will say this. If... Uh, If Momocon doesn't end up happening, we'll see Mike and I um, a lot of Atlanta strip clubs. Uh, if they're open. Oh, That's he knows they'll be open. I'm going to say the honest, sad thing. Are you ready what I'm about to say? I will guarantee you Atlanta strip clubs are the safest place during the corona outbreak because, let's be honest, that's the least dangerous disease you can get in those clubs. Yes. <laughs> there, I said it. And I'm not wrong. That is all. So yeah, you can catch this show in some capacity every single Friday, 9 a.m. Central Time on anchor.fm slash SWW. Follow the show on Twitter, at the SWW Show. Uh, you can follow me at Mikey underscore Maroney. You can follow AJ at that Corona Man. 
Do you like Chrono with Lion Major or no Lion? Um, I don't like Corona normally. <sighs> the only reason I drank it in Columbus was because that's what the bars had. Okay. okay. So no, no line for the AJ. Okay. See ya. Um, next week we have some interviews that, and we got a few more lined up, and then we'll be back in probably two weeks with your normally scheduled SWW show, and at that point we will discuss what the hell we're gonna do with Movie Club. <laughs> We will catch you guys next time. Bye. This podcast was a product of the SWW Show. You can find more at the SWWshow.com or Facebook.com slash the SWW Store or Twitter.com slash SWW. You can find out more about Mike at Mikey underscore Maroney on Twitter and more about AJ at Locevore on Twitter. Remember, new episodes come out twice a month, one focusing on the new entertainment news and one focusing on movie club, so new and an old movie. You can find out more again at the SWWshow.com and you can find the show on podcast services around the globe.